Hello and welcome to this new nutrition business podcast. Today we're going to be talking about regenerative agriculture, the new frontier for food. If meat and dairy are to be redeemed with consumers who suspect livestock husbandry and conventional farming are bad for the planet, so-called regenerative agriculture will play a key role. Already companies, including food industry giants, are experimenting with ways of moving away from the corporate agriculture to farming in ways that feed the soil, in the hope of meeting emerging consumer demands for the foods they eat to have a lower environmental impact. Food companies, big and small, are getting behind experiments in the United States and elsewhere to revitalise farm soils and reduce the overall carbon footprint of modern mainstream agriculture. Some have even begun turning out products sourced from animals raised in a regenerative regime. There are almost no regenerative products on the market today, especially in mass quantities, but some companies are taking significant steps in moving towards that said Ethan Soloviev, Chief Innovation Officer for Howgood, which rates products according to their regenerative impact. In most industries, you can go from being degenerative and extractive and move towards having net zero impact on the environment. But with agriculture, you can go way beyond, he told New Nutrition Business. Players ranging from Danone and General Mills to startups by the co-founder of Epic Provisions and another by the entrepreneur behind Blue Apron are promoting regenerative and renewable practices on the farm in various ways. They hope to offer consumers options that in effect represent investments in saving the planet. There is no longer the option to continue the status quo of industrial agriculture and combat climate change. Matthew Wadiak, founder and former chief operating officer of home food delivery pioneer Blue Apron, said in early 2019 as he launched Cook's Venture, a next-generation food company rooted in regenerative agriculture and transparency that is selling poultry raised in a regenerative supply chain. We are building better communities through progressive agriculture practices while allowing consumers to vote with their dollar to ultimately reverse global warming and create better tasting and healthier food. The unifying philosophy is a focus on building soil health and typically is manifested in five key principles. One, minimize soil disturbance. Two, maximize diversity. Three, keep the soil covered. Four, keep a living root in the ground year round. Five, integrate livestock. Collectively, these practices vastly reduce soil erosion and can even turn a farm into a carbon sink that absorbs carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. One of the first catalysts in a regenerative journey is breaking the cycle by covering the soil longer than it normally would have cover. It's a big part of weaning yourself off of corporate agriculture. Christina Owens, Senior Director of Agriculture for Danone North America, told New Nutrition Business. So you're actually feeding the soil with cover crops and by keeping roots in the grounds. That helps remove the need for historical practices such as tilling, which causes erosion, might kill beneficial bacteria in the soil and hurts biodiversity. Cover crops are the catalyst movement to create a gateway for all other regenerative activity. 
Thus, Danone is in the midst of a pilot project in which it is working with two American universities to help farmers of more than 50,000 acres, most of which is already being farmed organically, to focus on soil health and other specifically regenerative practices. Many of these farms also have been testbeds for Danone's efforts to grow enough non-GMO crops to supply its US dairy herds. So, for instance, Danone has committed to buying silage to feed dairy cows from silage maker Rick Clark 10 days earlier each year. That way, the fifth-generation farmer with a 7,000-acre farm in west-central Indiana has more time in the fall to plant cover crops, such as cereal rye, oats and pillage radish, which helps preserve the soil during the winter. Sequester nutrients and relieve compaction in preparation for spring planting. This is where regeneration comes from, Clark told New Nutrition Business. We're pulling nutrients from three to five feet deep into the soil profile and bringing them back to the surface through cover crops. Then we lay down or mow or terminate the cover crop and mulch it back into the soil so I can go 100% no-till. Meanwhile, General Mills is working with farmers who employ regenerative agriculture practices to grow ingredients across its product portfolio, from organic offerings such as Annie's and Cascadian Farm to iconic traditional brands including Cheerios. We take a holistic, inclusive and outcomes-based approach to regenerative agriculture. Shanna Sadowski, Head of Sustainability for the Natural and Organic Operating Unit at General Mills, wrote in a recent blog post. She was unavailable for comment. We define it as farming that protects and intentionally enhances natural resources and farming communities. In Texas, a couple with strong ties to General Mills, Taylor and Katie Collins, have created Rome Ranch, a 450-acre spread of river-bottom land near Austin, where they've established what they call a large-scale ecosystem restoration process, in which livestock is used to replicate the patterns of native species. Their herds of bison, beef and goats are pasture-raised, 100% grass-fed and free of added hormones and antibiotics. Pigs and poultry are pasture-raised with access to natural forage. And already, the couple are selling bison products that fetch a huge premium over, say, conventionally raised beef from cows, but still retail for below $10 a unit, said Collins, who sold his first startup, a meat snack concept called Epic Provisions to General Mills. We're creating a brand new narrative for consumers who want to eat meat but feel guilty about it, Collins told New Nutrition Business. We have shown that regeneratively managing beef can capture carbon from the atmosphere. Meanwhile, Beyond Meat is still emitting carbon into the atmosphere with their production process. Organic and regenerative agriculture, by the way, sharing a huge overlap both in practice and polemics. The main difference between organic agriculture, which food companies have been expanding for decades now and regenerative agriculture is that organic is defined by a set of technical checklists such as not using synthetic chemicals or GMOs while regenerative agriculture works from a set of principles that seek to unleash the innate potential of any agriculture system, Soloviev at Howgood explained.
If you turn to page 15 of your NNB February 2020 edition, you will be able to see a couple of nice images, um, one of Force of Nature Meats and the other which I'm about to refer to, Cook's Venture, Rethinking the Chicken. Force of Nature, the new brand founded by former Epic Provisions entrepreneurs, offers ground bison, wild boar, venison, elk, chicken and turkey. From their farm, Rome Ranch, comes ground bison, regenerative chicken and pasture-raised heritage turkey. The range includes ancestral blends of ground meats that incorporate the nourishing properties of organ meats into a modern diet. Cook's Venture. The future of food is regenerative. Rethinking the chicken. Cook's Venture, which describes itself as a next-generation ag tech company committed to regenerative agriculture and a truly transparent supply chain, secured $12 million, approximately 11 million euros, in financing in 2019. Founded by former Blue Apron meal kit entrepreneur Matthew Wadiak, its goal is to use crop science and state-of-art technology to build regenerative processes and change our current food system while mitigating climate change. And it's starting with what Wadiak calls the most impactful and prolifically eaten food in the world, poultry. It has partnered with online grocer Fresh Direct to make its pasture-raised, slow-growth, non-GMO heirloom chickens available to customers in the northeast. Its poultry is also available in Northern California through a partnership with meat distributor Golden Gate Meat Company. Its funding round will allow Cook's Venture whose tagline is the future of food is regenerative, to produce up to 700,000 chickens per week. Most importantly, this financing will give us the opportunity to further shape how regenerative farming is used within the larger agricultural space and help farmers who are looking to get more involved, all while providing consumers with responsible food choices driven by our proprietary systems, said Wadiak. The company raised a further $4 million in early 2020 to expand distribution. Adding to the climate-friendly narrative being written by regenerative practices is that meat and dairy farmers and supply chains already have drastically reduced their carbon footprint, according to their lobbies in the US. For instance, dairy groups are promoting new research that shows producing a unit of milk requires about 25% fewer cows in 2017 than a decade earlier, 21% less land and 31% less water, amounting to a 19% cut in overall greenhouse gas emissions over that period. And they assert that climate change activists overstate the contribution of the publicly identified biggest climate scourge from their business, methane emissions. At the same time, regenerative agriculture advocates are having to defend the simple proposition that their practices, which overlaps with much of what organic farmers do, are hands down better for our planet. The catch, according to a recent UK study, is that there's a significant yield gap between conventional and organic agriculture and that lower crop yields via organic would require increased production elsewhere, offsetting any decrease in greenhouse gas emissions accomplished through organic farming practices. And 
on page 16 of the February 2020 NNB issue, you will be able to see an interesting infographic sourced by Epic Provisions titled, Can Cattle Be Good for the Climate? We hope you've enjoyed this NNB podcast and look forward to welcoming you back soon. If you want to find out any further information, please visit our website at www.new-nutrition.com.